everyone. Welcome back to Navigating the Work Compass on LinkedIn Live. I'm Kate Luzio, founder and CEO of Luminary, with my co-host, the amazing Susan Chapman Hughes. And kind of hard to believe, Susan, but this is our last Navigating the Work Compass of 2021. It is also hard to believe that we are almost in 2022. But yes. we were just talking, uh, and what we thought we could do is a a little bit of a recap, but also some of the things that we're thinking are top of mind, particularly for women in the workforce for 2022. So yep. um, Susan, but first, let's do a check-in. Uh, I know we always go like right into it. How are you feeling about 2021 and now into 2022? I'm actually feeling pretty good about it. Um, oddly enough, I think that this has been a year of preparation and I feel like um, this is a time for wearing up and getting ready for what's gonna happen in 2022. And if there's anything that I've learned is that um, you can't prepare for things, but I feel like this year has like, I don't wanna call it like, helped me be more battle ready, mm. but certainly it's been, I've been more clear about where I wanna spend my time and where I don't wanna spend my time. <laughs> Uh, and I've also been, um, you know, really focused on how to drive and have more impact. Mm. So um, been working on a few things. It's been really exciting. Uh, one of the really wonderful things about this year for me is that I've met all of these new people that weren't in my circle before. So I had set a goal for myself at the beginning of the year to really expand my circle and to meet new people who are totally different than the folks that I'm used to being around. And so that has been successful and really awesome. And I've learned a lot from them. I'm working with a couple of them. Uh, thanks to you, I've met a few other people as well in terms of expanding my circle. So I'm doing pretty good. I mean, I'm, I'm tired like everyone else, but like, <laughs> hey, what's new? Yeah. Um, how, how are you doing? I think the same. I, I feel like 2021, went by extremely fast. I, it's hard, again, I, it's hard to believe that we're going to be two years into this pandemic. And I was saying to my mom this morning, I call her every day and said, I don't think that we're ever going to be really out of this kind of loop. I think that there will become, you know, new things that we're dealing with. It's just how we deal with them yeah. uh, and how we adapt and, and, you know, companies, small businesses. But for me as a small business owner, and someone that you know continues to, to to focus on building it's been a year of 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 ups and downs like any journey in our careers but i i and i i think for the first time i'm trying to give myself space to pat myself on the back a little i don't think women do that enough and, right <laughs> exactly and i i just think that we're going a million miles an hour and and so time to reflect and not to be all cheesy but to really celebrate some of the wins that I've had personally and then also as a company, but then also reflect on what are we doing in 2022 and how do we continue to create, like you said, impact. So, yes. um, yeah, I mean, that's how I'm feeling. I think it's really interesting now with the Omicron uh, variant kind of rearing a, another ugly head of this virus and, and how leaders are adapting both from a government standpoint but also uh, from a from a company standpoint and organizations and we we've talked about this so much on the show around the boundaries and the goal line keeps getting changed and return to the office and 
Mita Malik, who you know she's on our board at Luminary and she's the head of DEI at Carta, was on a session last night. We were leading around with it, our partner Indeed around psychological safety in the workforce. Yeah. And she said, return to the office, like we said a year ago, return to work is dead. Return to the office is, is, is a dead. We are all in an office. It's just called a different environment than what we were two years ago how we choose to adapt and move forward with that new office environment is really what's going to really define companies and their not just flexibility but their culture going forward and i thought that was a really unique view and it's made me think a lot about how we're talking to companies yeah and you know what's fascinating is you know it's interesting you've had this conversation about psychological safety right because uh, I think it's like a loaded term, yeah, right? Because uh, I don't, I, I literally don't know that I know of anyone who's ever worked in any environment where they felt psychologically safe, unless it was like literally their own company and like they were like one of two right. or one of a very small number of people. Now, with that being said, you know, we are um, emerging into a new way of living and people are really still struggling emotionally. I think 2022 is going to be the year, hopefully that people focus on their mental fitness, mm -hmm. uh, and their mental support that they need because, um, clearly, um, a lot of folks have not, uh, done that. And so that's going to come out in the workforce, whether or not you like it or not. Uh, we continue to see, you know, certain parts of the country have really devastating challenges happening um, to them and around the world for that matter. And so I think it's more important than ever for companies and for leaders to be keyed into um, understanding that there are many cultures that make up the culture of your company. Mm -hmm. And if you really want to be successful in helping bring those people along, it's like really digging into what is the intersectionality of those cultures and what are the different challenges that they're facing? Now, look, you can't boil the ocean, you can't fix everything, but certainly there are two or three things that you can probably fix that will Im improve the working conditions for everyone across the business. Uh, but there's you know, nothing more than um, one of the topics that we've talked about this year that leaders need to be engaging in more and more than ever is listening. Mm -hmm. And I know it's like really simple, but my goodness, I've seen so many examples in the last couple of weeks where leaders just weren't listening. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just not listening, you know, like, because you couldn't be surprised by that. Like, at the end of the day, the reason why you're surprised is because you weren't listening. Um, or if you were listening, you were willfully ignoring, which is a whole different situation, which I do think that there's some people out there who do that. But uh, the reality is like, look, um, you're going to have to be focused on listening and helping your folks make a plan for the future. We talked about the um, planning process of what we we're what we're doing in terms of preparing for 2022. I heard from a few of you um, post the last session that we had, saying like, "Oh my goodness, that was really good," and you know, I'm definitely going to engage in making sure I'm taking the time to do that. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, one of the things that I heard loud and clear from a few of you is around this whole partnership of, of having an accountability partner right. in the process. So I would just, you know, look, just ringing the bell about how important that is and how you should absolutely figure out who in your network 
uh, is can, can help you with that. And with that, I think that we should, at the end of this year, this is our last show, really talk about like how you really build strong relationships, mm-hmm. right? Because I still think there's several people out there who are struggling with trying to figure out like, well, how, you know, you guys have talked about all these great things, all this wonderful advice you've given us, um, all these sharings, but at the end of the day, I'm still sitting here struggling at point zero, which is, well, okay, that's great, but I still feel like I'm alone mm-hmm. and I still like feel like I'm struggling to try to figure this out. So I think it probably would behoove us to spend a couple minutes just talking about like, well, how should you approach building stronger relationships and what could you do to help get yourself past that? Because also I think having been at home uh, for so long, mm-hmm. having been stuck in like the bunker, if you will, a lot of folks are a little gun shy about getting out there and doing some things. So um, I do think though, before we do that though, we were supposed to have a special guest today. We were, uh, yes. And, and we didn't mention the fact that uh, she couldn't come. <laughs> Elizabeth, we we're gonna have her. <laughs> yes, Matt, we are gonna have her in January. She runs the Global Markets Financial Services Practice at Hydrogen Struggles. And she is gonna come back in January. She had happened to be traveling in on a train in, in Italy and we didn't think that was the best Wi-Fi to use. Yeah. Uh, so we will have her and where she's going to talk about accelerated hiring and what she's hearing from not only companies around hiring, but also from candidates and what they are asking for. Yes. Okay. So I did want to just make sure we put that in there because some of you are probably sitting here going, but you said you were going to bring us, you were going to have this person and that person is not here. So anyway, uh, back to this whole point of relationship building. So Kate, you and I are both um, very extroverted. Yes. Um, it's pretty easy for us to go out there and just be like, hey, how you doing? What's going on? And start to build relationships, but it's not so easy for everyone. And so um, you have some friends who are introverted and maybe a little shy. And so maybe you could talk a little bit or at least share your experience of, of how you've seen them build relationships and more importantly, how you help them build sure. relationships. Sure. And, and you're right, I think, uh, particularly for introverts, um, this, this two years has been t- difficult because, because of that. There's not that easy ability to kind of have feel, see, and touch. I think also for extroverts, it's been hard, right? We're used to being in person and, and uh, that isolating feeling is hard. So my couple of things and sort of what I talk to people about and certainly what I've seen and heard and within my network is it, it does take a lot of work. Yeah. Right. And I think it takes a lot of work, Susan, whatever you are, um, whatever you you identify as introvert, extrovert, kind of meet in the middle. It takes work. Um, And so but one of the things that I have felt has been a bit easier for the introverts, certainly that I know, is because we're on a screen and because we can do it digitally. Right. It doesn't require I'm walking into a space that I have to walk up to Susan Chapman Hughes and say, hi, I'm Kate Luzio. What do you do? Number one, we got to forget this. What do you do? Remark. Right. We both hate it. Do that again for the people in the back. What do you do? Who cares what you do? That it does not define you. How about Hi, I'm Kate Luzio. I'm really excited to be here. This is why I'm in this session, or this is why I'm here, or this is what I'm looking for. Because immediately, the what do you do conversation can go down to uh, transactional. Yes. To make people feel awkward, especially if they're in transition or they're doing something new. I've yeah. been there when I left the, the, the big world of financial services to start my own business. I know you've been there. So this idea of 
breaking down that barrier before that barrier is even put up, um, I think is important in particular for introverts that are looking to network. I also think this idea of networking needs to be completely reframed, right? This is really about building relationships and you can do that in person. You can do that online. You can do that in a Zoom session, but so much of it will require investment in time and follow-up. You and I were just talking about, I got a bunch of to-dos because they're follow-ups from people that I've yes. met or need. Okay, so carve out time in your week or your month just to think about build, the building those new relationships. Who did I meet or who did I say I would connect to and I've never done it. Yeah. Even if you met them a six months ago, it yeah. doesn't matter. You have a thread. Yeah, and when you do connect with them, bring yourself. Yes. Don't bring your representative to the table. There's nothing that I hate more when I meet someone and you know I get to know them a little bit. And then at, later on, as I get to know them even more, I'm like, wait, that's, you're not like the same. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. And I don't like surprises. Most people don't like surprises. So be yourself. The amount of time that it takes in energy to try to be somebody that you're not, it's like really hard. Yeah. And so with that, um, reflect on like, what are the two or three things that make you uniquely yourself? Like, what is the thing that you bring to the table? So for me, um, I'm a giver, right? I'm an unselfish person. I'm the person who's like paying attention to folks in the room and trying to figure out how can I help them? Yeah. I'm also the person that, um, is going to give you the straight shot. Like if you come to me and you ask me for advice, like, I'm not going to be like, Oh, well, well, you know, you should, I'm going to listen, let me tell you what my perspective is. Let me tell you what I think you can do about it. And here's how I can help you. I'm going to give you the straight shot and then I'm going to keep your confidence. And so for years, it's actually been the thing that's allowed me to build really strong relationships with very powerful and influential people because they don't <laughs> people that they can go to right. to talk to to get support from and to get help from but i can be that person for them and i don't judge and i don't you know i remember um one of such people in my career he was the ceo of this fairly large company <laughs> and we were sitting at a table at dinner and he was like i really got to talk to you and i was like oh okay cool what's up He's like, me and my wife are like really struggling with our daughter. Like, and I know you don't, at the time I didn't have kids. He's like, I know you don't have kids, but like, we just looking for some help and some support on like how we can figure out how to deal with her because like, it has just been really painful and very hard for us. And so we sat there, we talked about it. It turns out that pretty much they had set zero limits for her and basically just let her like run roughshod. And I was like, well, that's not gonna okay. ever help. And so we, I ended up helping them put together a plan to help her, you know, help build her self-confidence, help think about how she could change her, her friend circle, get her out of the city and away from kind of some of the bad influences that were causing her to like, you know, do what her thing was. And to this day, if I even like sneeze, like I need anything, that guy is like, I will do whatever you want, right? He's like, also, because like you never ask for anything. So if you call me and you ask me for something, you must really need it. Yeah. So 
the thing is, is like, that's my brand, right? I mean, I have this plaque that one of my teams gave me years ago that says, ask Susan, she cares. Um, Cause I do, right? Yeah, you do. You I do. also have one that says every day I'm hustling. So, you know, <laughs> every day I'm hustling cause I care, right? Uh, so, but figure out what your thing is. Like, what is the thing that um, brings you to the table? Like for Kate, I'm not going to speak for you, but I'll speak for one thing that you are known for. You are a great connector. Like mm-hmm. Kate literally is always looking for ways to leverage her network, to connect people um, and to get them engaged in for things that will help her help them. Not necessarily that will help her business or help whatever, but because right. she really thinks that it's a great opportunity for people to connect. And I've met a lot of people um, through you because you were like, hey, you're working on this thing. You should get to know this person or you should come to this thing or you should go to that thing. And so I do know that that's one of your things. Yeah, it's a huge thing for me. And I think that is, and it's interesting because growing up in a non-business environment, right? So both of my parents, my mother was a teacher. My dad was an FBI agent. They weren't necessarily had huge networks in the business community, but they were both very connected within their church, um, but also within the organizations that they worked in and obviously extracurricular. So I think I, I learned that early on from them around that, you know, bringing people together, um, that one plus one equals three. So for me, you're absolutely right. And, and I think, and uh, again, I use Mita Malik because she's just a, a great, like you, for me, a great person to talk to and bounce ideas. One of the things that she and I've talked about lately, and we'll bring her on in January as well, is opening your networks, right? And we, I think we talked about this the last show, open your networks, not just, hey, look at my LinkedIn and find out someone that you think you should be connected right. with, but really saying and saying, Susan, what are you looking for right now? How can I help? How can we help each other? Because there is a reciprocity component to any relationship and there should be, like you just talked about this gentleman, um, but saying like, how do we do more, do better for each other? Um, my mom is that, you know, it all comes back in the end. So whether you do a good thing now, you care now, you know, there will be something in your life that will come back to you. And I think for me, for Luminary, I mean, just really quick highlight this week alone, I've had four Luminary members email me saying, Hey, one of the connections, either you made Kate or I met at Luminary has created a new business opportunity, a new job, a new client. That's what relationships and connecting are so much about. But you also have to know what that ask may be. Maybe it's nothing right now. Um, And be prepared to invest in that relationship. That is so important. Because that's the only way they're going to grow. And most relationships actually get stronger when you go through some stuff, right? So just like teams that are like really battle ready and battle tested are the ones and ready for the big challenges are the ones who've had to gel during moments of crisis and or moments of like really big pain. Um, And so I had this, I was actually thinking about this. I had this um, uh, ancient and medieval history teacher in high school. He's one of my favorite teachers, but he was really hard. His name was Mr. Lurch. Shout out to Roger Lurch here. Um, and Mr. Lurch, like when we were studying Greek civilization, made us learn the Greek alphabet. Now, some of my classmates were like, I'm not learning the Greek alphabet. <laughs> he proceeds to write a whole test 
um, in English, but using Greek letters. So you had to translate the test and then, um, you know, answer. You can answer in just English or whatever. But at the bottom, he had like an um, extra credit. And, and he was like, it, he always had this saying that was like, suffering is the root of all good things. <laughs> and I <laughs> be like, dude, what are you talking about? <laughs> Go through that. But like, I get his point, right? The had another really awesome boss, shout out to Priyan Fernando, who used to just tell us all the time that iron sharpens iron. And like, when I think mm. the best leaders that I've ever had, like still close to him, our crew was actually getting together for dinner in, in, in January because he just really fostered this sense of teamwork and this sense of camaraderie and this expectation that we would have each other's back beyond our work. And we still do. And I just always appreciate him for that because that's the kind of leader that I've tried to be, which is like create these groups of people. Um, but, you know, look, we, we got stronger because like somebody on the team had something really challenging happen to them. We had to figure out how to support them or we had a really big thing that we had to step up for um, in order to fix. And like, listen, I used to run real estate, so there was always something. Um, but <laughs> I do think that like, look, um, to your point of investing in relationships, it really does make a big difference in terms of, you know, how those relationships will grow and what they will bring in terms of fruitfulness for you. And I will just simply say, literally everything that we've talked about this year, empathy for your team members, um, you know, how to really listen, how to really, you know, get into all of these things. Every single last one of those things that we've talked about this year starts and ends with the relationships you have. Yes. And if agreed. people don't feel like, and you know, at the core of the best relationships, there is trust. And trust has to be built with authenticity and with support and with investment. And if you don't have those things, you will ultimately not, it will ultimately fall, fall apart. So. Totally agree. I love those stories. I mean, I think that's also, you know, these anecdotes that we share are so powerful, right? Because we've all been there and how to make sure that we're, we are leveraging those and doing the right thing. I, I think the other thing, Susan, that I will just say is as you're, as you're introvert, extrovert, building relationships, follow-up is also critical um, mm -hmm. and doing what you said you were going to do. Yes. Right. So I meet so many people and they, oh, I love, can I help? How can I help? Great. Here's how you can help. And then I never hear from them again. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. Then don't ask. Right? right. I didn't need to tell you why, how you could help me if you're not going to actually do something. Right. And also if you can't help in that light, then Just say, say it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, if you're, if you say, Hey, I, you're, I'm going to make this connection for you. Do it. Yeah. Um, and if someone has helped you and we talked about this, I think the last show as well is, you know, go back to them and say, Hey, thank you. That connection really worked out. These four emails that I told you about just this week that I got um, thus far about different connections. Imagine, right. How long that took them 10 seconds to write that email yeah. and the impact is so great. So it doesn't take a lot. Uh, I know we're all crazy for time and, and everything and it's the holidays, but as we think about next year, I think investing in relationships, follow up and, and really looking to nurture those relationships that you've made, even those online connections that you made via LinkedIn, 
Um, the last one I would just like to say, and I will, and I don't know about you, but don't connect to me if all you do is want something out of me. That's right. That's a great one. That is not authentic. Uh, I understand everybody's hustling. We're all hustling, like Susan, you mentioned, but don't connect to me just because you want to sell me something. Give me context why we should work together. I mean, there's a lot, no offense to LinkedIn, but there's a lot of that. Um, just uh, that, you know, uh, transactional approach, which yeah. you know, it doesn't work for me. Yep. Agreed. So as usual, we're almost running out of time. Um, this is our last show. Um, there are, according to my daughter and Siri, 10 days until Christmas. Uh, <laughs> of course, Parker. Where's Santa? 16 days until um, the new year. Um, and so I just think that we just want to end the year with gratitude, gratitude for the fact that we decided to put this thing in place. And um, so many of you all have decided to jump on the bandwagon and go with us uh, and, you know, give us feedback, share in the conversation, share these conversations with your network. We have decided that we are going to keep going because this was going to be just like a We'll do it for a couple of weeks, a couple of months. And like, here we are six, seven months later, which is awesome. Um, we're going to keep going because we think that there's lots more stories to tell and lots more conversations to be had as we continue navigating the work compass. So um, we are going to get a little bit more, um, I don't want to call it professional, but more polished <laughs> <laughs> next year. <laughs> so look for that, right? We're going to be on Spotify. We're going to be uh, in podcast format. We're going to be in a bunch of different Apple podcast a bunch of different podcast platforms we are going to have more special guests next year we really hope that if you've got great ideas around what you think we should do please share if you think you want to be an awesome yes. guest so let us know we'd love to have you come on and be a part of the discussion um, and just continue to you know be good to each other continue to share um, good work and good knowledge and get prepared for 2022 so you got 16 days before the ball will drop in Times Square. And so therefore you got 16 days to get yourself some rest, um, to connect with people that matter, um, to make sure you get your plan together uh, and to just be centered and ready to take on the new year. So Couldn't thank you for better, Susan. And uh, we're excited about the things to come and happy new year, happy holidays, and we'll see you in 2022. Thanks everyone and have safe, healthy, and happy holidays. Be safe out there uh, and please protect yourself. We are yes. still in this pandemic. Get vaccinated, so get boosted, get boosted whatever. whatever you gotta do. Protect yourself, but protect everyone around you, right? Exactly. This is uh, a greater um, than just every one of us. This is all taking all of us. So have a great holiday, everyone. We'll see you in 22. And uh, Susan, love you. She goes across the back. Love you too. <laughs> Bye. Right.